Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Today, we are going to talk about the NBA draft. Why? Because there are multiple Pac-12 players selected. Let's dive into it. So the first five picks went as expected. The Indiana Pacers selected the best player available with the sixth overall pick in the draft, and that was Canadian Benedict Matherin from Arizona. I love Benedict Matherin. I think he's a fantastic player. The interesting thing about Benedict Matherin is he stayed at Arizona last year when he could have easily declared and been a late first, early second round lock. He stayed, he raised his draft stock, and killed it. He brought his points up by seven and his assists and rebounds per game by one. When I was watching him play with the Wildcats in Las Vegas for the Pac-12 tournament, he was easily the most dominant player basically every time he stepped on the court. He's a score first guard who needs to develop a better sense of passing and he could be electric. He can score. He averaged 17.5 points per game. He averaged two and a half assists, which can grow and blossom and be even better. He's a great defensive player. I like it. I think he has sneaky defensive skills. He's a 6'6 wing that can guard basically any position. I see him immediately as a spot starter and amazing backup for Malcolm Brogdon. Talking about other guards, Dalen Terry, Arizona Wildcat. What, 18 overall to the Bulls. Many people think that was a bit of a reach at 18, thinking he would go in the late 20s. But the Bulls decided, nah, we want the all-pack 12 defensive team member, team member because he can stay in the league for a very long time based on his defensive acumen. He's a very talented passer. What I mean by that is he can make the proper read. He doesn't usually miss. You won't force a bad pass out of him. His shooting leaves a lot to be desired. He shoots 35% from three. I think they can improve it. I think the Bulls picked him because they believe they can improve his shooting. Talking about another player who is more of a draft and develop, Peyton Watson. This 30th overall pick from for the Nuggets, straight out of UCLA. He played in 32 games for the Bruins, averaged a little less than 13 minutes a game, thought 32% from the field and 23% from beyond the arc. Look, he didn't put up any of the stats in college. Statistically, you don't really know what he is, but at 6'8", 200 pounds, he's the ideal frame for a modern wing. And I think that's why the Nuggets took him, because they can build up a better player. Defensively, solid. But a player who's very, very good defensively is who the Toronto Raptors selected with the 33rd overall pick, the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, Christian Coloco. Many people said, oh, he's a he should be picked in the, in the 40s. Who cares? It's the second round. Once you get to the second round, it's not an overdraft. There are no guaranteed contracts in the second round. Who cares where he was drafted? Christian Coloco, great landing spot. The Raptors have a strong, strong history of using true centers. This draft was short on true centers. Christian Coloco, great shot blocking big. The Raptors have Pascal Siakam, Presses Achua, and Clem Birch. I don't watch a lot of Raptors ball, so I don't know exactly how he fits in their rotation, but he is the tallest player by a mile. He's two or three inches taller, and the Raptors have a history of using big men properly till they get paid. Bismack Biombo, big man, got paid $64 million with the Raptors. Christian Galoco could easily see his way into the lineup with the Raptors. Now, let's talk about another big man, 6'10", a little bit shorter. Isaiah Mobley, 49th overall pick, Cleveland Cavaliers. Surprising to many people that he stayed in the draft, he did. The Cleveland Cavaliers drafted his brother Evan Mobley last year from USC. Both played together. Shocking to none, Evan Mobley was a top three rookie of the year last year, so the Cavs decided to take a flyer on his brother Isaiah Mobley, who's been a solid contributor for the USC Trojans for the past two years. Now, solid contributor, not fantastic, but solid. He's not on the same level defensively, as his brother what was one of the main reasons for him to get drafted was his passing ability. He's a 6'10 center who averaged three assists per game. 
So he has the ability to pass the ball around with ease. I like it. Second to last pick in the draft, Jabari Walker, first team all Pac-12 member from Colorado, was drafted by the Portland Trailblazers. Why is that the second to last pick? Aren't there usually 60 picks? Yes, there are usually, but the Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat forfeited their second round picks because of free agency issues slash violations. Now, I like the Jabari Walker pick. He's a proven shooter who made nearly 40% of his attempts in his two years at Colorado. Great defensive rebounder. He's a decent athlete, and I think he can lead a team, so he'll be a very effective player off the bench, can lead your second unit, your bench unit. I think it's a risk-free pick. I really like it. Players who were not drafted. Evan Batty from Colorado, Jules Bernard, UCLA, Johnny Duzang, UCLA, Maurice Kalou, OSU, and my guy Mike Flowers. So next Monday, I'll be talking about those players and where they signed, hopefully.